0: And as part of the Passover meal, the youngest child asks a question, why is this night different from all other nights? And then the father tells the story of how the the death angel passed over the homes of the people who put the blood of the lamb on their doorposts, and it made that night different than any night in history. Well, right now, the sun is rising, and it's going to move from the eastern horizon to the western horizon. The same thing happened yesterday. It's probably going to happen tomorrow. And so I think we could ask the same question from the Passover meal. Why is this day different from every other day? Well, it's different because this is the day that Jesus rose from the grave. Amen? But we need to remember, before, before the resurrection, there was a grave. And before the grave, there was a cross. And before the cross, there was a decision where Jesus said, yes, I will go. And He was willing to die for us. And he did. In the book of Mark, chapter 15, starting in verse 42, this is what we read. This all happened on Friday, the day of preparation, the day before the Sabbath. As evening approached, an honored member of the high council, Joseph of Arimathea, who was waiting for the kingdom of God to come, gathered his courage and went to Pilate to ask for Jesus' body. Pilate couldn't believe Jesus was already dead, So he called for the Roman military officer in charge and asked him. The officer confirmed the fact, and Pilate told Joseph he could have the body. Joseph bought a long sheet of linen cloth, and taking Jesus' body down from the cross, he wrapped it in the cloth and laid it in a tomb that had been carved out of the rock. Then he rolled a stone in front of the entrance. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Joseph, saw where Jesus' body was laid. The next evening, when the Sabbath ended, Mary Magdalene and Salome and Mary, the mother of James, went out and purchased burial spices to put on Jesus' body. After the sacrifice and death of Jesus, came a troubling time of grief, of confusion, of hopelessness, of wondering what it all meant. Most of the followers of Jesus were like his twelve disciples. They were like Judas, who betrayed him. Or like Peter, they denied him. Or like the other disciples except for John, they ran away and hid. Only a few women and men stayed with Jesus until he died. But that was just it. He died. And their hope seemed to die with them. When I was a kid, we used to do go-kart races. There were push-kart races, uh, and we would always race at the local park just down the road from our uh, house. And uh, my friend Rocky and I were undefeated in the history of the world. We had a go-kart called King of the Dirt, and it was, even though we raced on asphalt, it was still called King of the Dirt. Um, We had some pretty stiff competition at at times though, and I remember one race very specifically, Uh, this is kind of like Mario Kart, you know, there weren't a ton of rules. We didn't have weapons, but, you know, anything goes kind of stuff. So, I remember one race, uh, Mike and Rob had a go-kart, and to be really honest, it was probably way better than ours. But, we had two advantages. One, Rocky and I were faster than anybody else on the planet, and two, uh, we had methods. So, um, we started at the starting line. Um, and the kids they go, and there's a big, big, long loop all around the park. And uh, so we go, and uh, I don't know what happened, but they got in front of us, and that was crazy. We weren't used to that, but we were pushing, we were pushing. We caught up, and guess what? Rocky grabbed their cart, and he was going to spin them around. It was going to be awesome, <laughs> except the opposite happened, and we spun out, and they just kept going, and we were like, What? This has never happened before. We're going to lose. There's no hope. And really, that's kind of what was going on in a very different way, but pretty similar. The followers of Jesus had always seen him win. And suddenly, there's no hope. Well, Rocky and I did all we could do. We got straightened up, and we just kept going. And I honestly don't remember if we won the race or not, but I'm claiming that we did. I'm claiming that we did. But you know, the faithful followers of Jesus, when they, when they saw that He died, never expected... Sunday morning to be the day that they discovered hope. They didn't expect that day to be different from every other day, but praise God it was. That day was different from any other day in history. Life was renewed. Listen to the rest of the story. Very early on Sunday morning, just at sunrise, they came to the tomb On the way, they were discussing who would roll the stone away from the tomb. But when they arrived, they looked up and saw that the stone, a very large one, had already been rolled aside. So they entered the tomb, and there on the right sat a young man clothed in a white robe. The women were startled, but the angel said, Do not be so surprised. You're looking for Jesus, the Nazarene, who was crucified. He isn't here. He has been raised from the dead. Look, this is where they laid his body. Now go and give this message to his disciples, including Peter. Jesus is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there, just as he told you before he died. Our star, the sun, which gives warmth and light to the earth, at least most of the time, warmth, and uh, all creation is rising this morning just as it has every other morning. But again, today is not like any other day, because we celebrate the rising of the sun, the S-O-N who is above all creation, and whose rising warms our hearts and lights the world. Today, Christ has risen from the dead, trampling over death by death. Today, the stone has been rolled away. And you might ask, well, why was the stone moved? Well, the question would be answered by all of us, I think. Well, obviously, so Jesus could get out, right? But if you read in the book of John, it's a very interesting thing that later that same day, the resurrected Jesus comes into a room where the disciples are, and the door is locked. And yet He comes in anyway. No no walls, no doors, no stone can hold Jesus back. See, the stone wasn't rolled away for Jesus to come out. The stone was rolled away so people could see in. The open tomb was not the means of his exit, it was the means of their entrance. The women went in and saw that Jesus was not there. Peter and John later went in and saw the same thing. God rolled away the stone, not so Jesus could rise, but so we could know that he is risen. The open tomb makes it possible for us to go in, see the discarded grave clothes, and to see that Jesus is not there. The empty tomb is the greatest evidence of the resurrection of Jesus. Cynics and critics have tried to explain it away, but the empty tomb still stands as the greatest evidence that Jesus is alive. Paul wrote about this very thing in his letter to the Corinthian church, his first letter in chapter 15, starting at verse 12. If it is preached that Christ has been raised from the dead, how can some of you say there is no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless, and so is your faith. More than that, we are found to be false witnesses about God. For we have testified about God that He raised Christ from the dead, but He did not raise Him if in fact the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised either. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile, you are still in your sins." Then those who have fallen asleep in Christ are lost. If only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are of all people most to be pitied. Paul is talking about what the people were experiencing that Sunday. If Jesus died and wasn't coming back to life, what's the point? If Jesus died and didn't come back to life, what is the point? Not only is our faith pointless, We are the most pitiful people on the planet. However, Paul isn't done writing. Verse 20, But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead. He is risen. He is risen indeed. We truly believe that Jesus is alive. We believe His death, burial, and resurrection can be applied directly to our lives. And we believe that every person needs that to happen. As our church's We Believe statement says, We believe all have sinned and deserve eternal separation from God. It is impossible for anyone to restore their relationship with God by their own good works. We believe Jesus Christ is the one and only Son of God who led a sinless life, was crucified, and was raised to life. His sacrifice allows us to be seen by God as holy and without sin. We believe the forgiveness of sins and the gift of the Holy Spirit are granted by God's grace through faith in Jesus. That faith is obediently lived out through belief, confession, repentance, baptism, and following Jesus. We believe the church exists to take the good news of Jesus to all people in every nation to serve the world, to encourage and strengthen other believers. We believe Jesus will visibly return without warning to judge all people, Non-believers will spend eternity separated from God and faithful believers will spend eternity with God. We believe. We believe this day is different from all other days. Because of this day, followers of Jesus see death and the grave differently. His sacrifice and resurrection give us hope for a significant life here on earth and hope for eternal life with God forever in heaven. Though it was written hundreds of years before Jesus came to earth, Psalm 40 speaks of this ultimate rescue. I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and hear and fear the Lord and put their trust in Him. So, the question is, what about you? What about you? Do you put your trust only in Jesus? This day is different from all other days. This day makes all other days better. This day makes all other days hopeful. This day makes all other days powerful. This day makes all other days God filled. Because of the, re- the resurrection, You and I can have life, new life now as a follower of Jesus, and life forever with God in heaven. This day is different from all other days. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Would you pray with me? God, we truly believe that Christ is risen from the dead. And we believe that that changes absolutely everything. God, we pray that we would live out that belief. That we would trust you with our whole heart. That we would surrender our lives to you. And that because Jesus is alive, we would live to love you and love people around us and, and make a difference in the world in your name. God, you really have brought beautiful things out of the dust, out of the grave. And the new life that we see springing up around us reminds us that there is new life for us if we put our trust in you, if we put our faith in you, if we obediently follow you. God, we pray that we would do that faithfully, more completely, more honestly, and more earnestly. Thank you for your amazing love. Thank you that you allowed your son to die for us so that we could live forever with you. We pray in his name. Amen.